Hey, Phil, it's Lucas. Good morning, everyone. It's been so long since I've seen you, buddy. Welcome to Second Breakfast with Lucas and Phil. This I'm is... Lucas. That's what... So, funny story, yeah, Phil. Do we... Funny story, wanna... Phil. Uh, yeah, full confession here. Full confession. This is Are a... you going to confess or am I? Uh, well, this is our second time recording this <laughs> podcast in a row. So, the good news is it's going to be way different this time, I'm it's sure. It's way better. So it's going to be way better. And, we, you know, we could release the other one. If you're like, I don't like listening to Phil's voice, I only want to hear <laughs> Lucas. Uh, you can... Yeah, you know, you could release your own podcast. Yeah, that. But the weird part it. is that what you'll hear is me asking questions <laughs> and talking to someone, and that person not responding ever. <laughs> so we uh, somehow what we did is we sent Phil's yeah. mic only to our headphones and not into the system, so nothing yes. was recorded. Yes, it was a very professional job of engineering. I did. That's right. Very yep, good yep, job. Yep, 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 yeah, yep, everyone yep. knows you're here. F- you're here for the tech stuff, Phil. Yeah, I'm that's what I'm here for. To be a pretty face. To be, you're here as a personality. You're the talent. I'm, I'm the supposed talent. to be the tech guy. It, it didn't happen. It just didn't happen. Yeah. I'm. I, that was my. That was uh, totally my fault. I just. That's all I can say is. So this will be my last episode. <laughs> Please it's don't been leave. Me. Great, <laughs> Phil. No one else in the church will podcast with me. You have to Sorry. stay. I just. It's my pride is. I can't do it. I can't do it anymore. <laughs> I don't want to subject you all to my competence anymore. <laughs> no, I want you to stay. I want you to subject me to your incompetence. So. And I want you to subject me to your incompetence, Lucas. I really do. Well, thank you, Phil. I'm glad we feel the same about each other. So, This has been Compliments with Lucas and Phil. So uh, anyway, the music today was uh, from the 1920s instead of the 2020s, because yes, yes. what a great decade that was. Roaring Roaring 20s. 20s. Yeah. The roaring, roaring and What are they going to call the 2020s? I mean, so far, people have really, you know, for good reason, have said the 2020s kind of... The poopy 2020s. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> what is that? Why do you keep turning the music up? Just a little bit? I just wanted to hear it again. Yeah, it's very nice. nice. It's very, it's cheery. It definitely takes you back to simpler times. Simpler times. Before That's color right. television, when all you heard was voices coming through the radio. I'm remembering this from in person, of, of course, <laughs> since I was born in 1994. So. Yes. Anyway. Yeah. And I'm, you know what, Lucas, I just have to say, this is the second time we've done this little bit with the 1920s <laughs> music, and you have not indicated or implied that somehow I would remember this music Personally, well, I just, I really appreciate that. I you, just assumed you were cryogenically frozen through that. Point, so, <laughs> what? That even, you missed. Well, I know what that means, but I don't. You missed anyway, most of the 1900s. So, yeah, yeah, something like that. Anyway, yeah. So, never mind what I said about appreciate <laughs> appreciating you not making comments. I would about never my have age. brought up an age joke during this unless you specific and you specifically I mentioned did. it, Phil. I specifically we did it twice, it. and I made it through the whole first episode, <laughs> the whole first time, the whole first time there were no age jokes, and then you just being senile forgot to unmute yourself. <laughs> my goodness and you know what this means we have you know to... what Lucas I really appreciate we did this second time we've done this episode anyway never mind <laughs> maybe uh... this time you'll remember anything we actually said <laughs> so the last time we were going to create a poll and neither of us could remember what we had said in the episode <laughs> to create the poll about so this That's time right. maybe we'll remember so if we remember what that poll was going to be about we will do that also so, and because of that you get you guys get two 
uh, Gen Z words of the day because I'll go ahead and tell you the one we used last time, but we can't use it again because you have because to be surprised. Because I already got it. Yeah, so it was... And I actually got it right. He did. It was, Are they going to believe that I actually got it right? No, they shouldn't they believe will, it, even if it's the it, truth. Because it's so common. Ghosting was Ghosting. what it was. Yeah, I, knew, I knew what that was. means to follow someone very closely and go, Boo! <laughs> No, but uh, ghosting, for those of you that don't know, is where you ignore someone, stop texting or calling them back, and basically right. turn into a ghost. Pretend they don't exist. Pretend. Or pre- really, they pretend don't you don't exist. exist. All right. You ready? We I don't think we've done this one before, but we could have. So, but it's fine because well, it's our second episode of the day. You know, you don't have very many responsibilities when it comes to this podcast. One of them is to make sure that the Gen Z words of the week are fresh. You, your only responsibility <laughs> is to unmute your mic, and you didn't do it, Phil. <laughs> True. Okay, so what's the word? <laughs> this is our unresponsible again, podcast. If we've done it since, you probably if we've done forgot. It before, I, if we've done it since, you've been alive since the 1920s. So, if we all right, here have we go. Done it before, I'll pretend I've never heard it before. No cap, no cap. We did that. We did that one already. You got oh. another one? Uh, sure. Salty. Oh, salty. Well, to me, I mean, to me, salty means like. Um, <laughs> what is? The, I can't think of a word. It, it means it's what you put on your French fries. It, it means like uh, intense or maybe uh, sarcastic. You're intense and sarcastic. Yeah. yeah, like sarcastic, intense, or like like if some if you were playing a team that was really good, you'd say they were pretty salty. So I don't know. I, it's got I think that's another definition. Yeah, because salty, I feel like, has gone through a lot of definitions. Yeah, we are the so. salt of the earth. This one just says it means jealous, which I didn't get to. Re- wow! This, but yeah, you're, don't be salty. Jealous. Don't be salty, bro. Never heard that. Don't be salty. Don't be salty. I still get jealous. Is that too old a song for? No, I know that know? one. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. Don't still get jealous. Isn't that Harry Styles? Yeah. No, that's no Jonas. Is it the whole Jonas Bros? One of one of the Jonas Bros. Oh, it's Nick. Is it Nick? Nick, Nick Jonas. Jonas. Nick Jonas. All right. Well. All right. So speaking salty of the Jonas Bros, means salty. Jonas. Little Jonas Brothers break there for you. Yep. So let's dive right into lunch, breakfast. I'm lunch. hungry. Lunch. Yes, waffles. Waffles. These are your waffles for the day. So that was the orange juice. This that was the, the orange waffles. juice. This, this is, is the waffles. Mmm, delicious entree. breakfast. Now we've been doing good news for a few weeks now. And so we wanted to keep on this good news trend because while there is yeah. a lot of bad news uh, going around and, and, you know, it's being bad news is more easily caught than COVID, uh, <laughs> we wanted to find some good news. We want to find so the cure here, Phil, the cure for the bad news funk. And so here yeah, is our definitely. cure today uh, on the uh, goodnewsnetwork.org, which let me give a, just a huge shout out to goodnewsnetwork.org. Yeah. If you're needing some good news... Look them up, and you can find some great news, lots of different stories, and we'll cover a couple of them today, actually. Uh, One more in-depth, and then one just as a cute story that we want to bring some light to. But this one, the title is Teens Transform Liquor Store into a Needed Food Market, Choosing the Best Way to Serve Chicago. Yeah, I, I, when, you know, you you kind of, uh, well, we did this before. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> We've done this. Take Here two. I am trying to pretend I haven't heard this before. No, but when I heard this, I mean, and I still, I try to picture this. This is amazing. Yeah. I mean, I I just, I, I mean, I believe it. I'm not saying I can't believe it. I'm just saying, but I'm saying this is unbelievable. This is awesome uh, that these people did this, young people. 
Um, so what's what's the story? Are these like is this like a mission like outreach from somewhere or no? So this is in Chicago's Austin neighborhood, and these are just some teens from the neighborhood that were looking for a way to uplift uplift their marginalized West Side community. And so what it is is there's a club called By the Hands Club for Kids. And so the way this project started is they had listening circles at this club, and what they found was these students wanted to take all these raw and powerful emotions and to turn them into something good and do something from a social justice standpoint. Okay, so a listening circle, first of all. I mean, uh, do you, I mean, I guess what that is is they they would sit around and just sort of talk about what they were feeling, what they were going through. Yeah, that, I'm pretty sure. I mean, I wasn't there. I don't know exactly what they define as a listening circle, but I'm assuming it's where they would just listen to these students talk about what's going on, which – Everything that's gone on in America this last year has been just crazy. But, yeah. I mean, I can't imagine um, being a black high school student during all this right. going on. Absolutely. And just, I mean, you're you're forming your opinions for the rest of your life at this point. And you're forming, you know, how your worldview and how you see things. And there's murder in the streets. Like, yeah. this is just wild and crazy. And so It is crazy. These teenagers are talking about this and, and saying there needs to be a change, but instead of just sitting around and talking about it, they got up and they were the so, change. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and I think, you know, when I was a teenager, I don't know. I, I think if something like this had happened, my friends, I mean, I sort of had two groups of friends, but I think one of, one of the groups of friends that I, uh, that I, I knew, they probably would have been more on the side of let's, you know, let's go beat somebody up. Or let's, you know, let's yeah. go. They probably wouldn't have been talking about doing something positive. Now, I also had some, I had some good Christian friends in high school, and we might have, I don't know. You know, we were pretty, things were pretty easy, you know, yeah. in, the, in the 70s, 80s when I was, when I was growing up. So, well, 70s when I was in high school. Yeah. I mean, so, even for me, I was in Choctaw, so we didn't, I mean, it wasn't like there was a total or ton of like social justice change being called for in Choctaw, Oklahoma. Right. And then the group of friends that I stuck around with too, it, the, there wasn't a lot going on. So yeah. just to see this and, and what these kids are doing is amazing. Right. And so just to give some more background, this neighborhood that they're in, the Austin part of Chicago, it, it ha- it's what's known as a food desert, which right. we, the first time we did this podcast, uh, I mentioned that I had never heard of a food desert before this. So tell everybody what a food desert is, Phil. Well, a food desert is just basically a place, uh, an area of a city where there are a lot of people living. And they're, because of economic reasons or because of – well, because of primarily economic reasons, people that – companies that own grocery stores uh, are not able to keep – those grocery stores, stores in business in those areas, and so what you have is a an area where there there's no produce, there's mm-hmm. no uh, there's no choice of you know healthy choices of food uh, within walking distance or even uh, short driving distance from thousands of homes. Yeah, you, know, you have these areas, and then we have those in Tulsa. We have areas in Tulsa where there are grocery stores that have had to close because they just weren't profitable, and so it leaves whole chunks of Tulsa without yeah uh, without uh, access to 
good food choices. Now you still have you know have a lot of Dollar Generals, you have Quick Trips, that kind of place. Yeah, McDonald's. Yeah, fast and the, yeah. Food, people end up Taco eating Bell. a lot of fast food. Yeah, people end up because um, it's just easy, simple, cheap, and that's right. kind of what they're in. So that's what this this food desert. It says the two grocery stores that were there were actually closed because of rioting and looting. Right. And so people and I think so that this it's is a newly sort of newly created food desert. Well, I think it was already was right. and then the two closest that even would have been like the oasis there are gone. Right. And so uh, but it, I think it does show two two different ways that were responded and that there wasn't there's a problem. Clearly right. there is a problem. And so on one side you had to to loot and to come and take over these stores and and take what you needed to get this national attention and if that's the path they thought was the best I don't agree with it. Yeah. Um, but then the opposite side of here is that then these kids saw this need that is created and is, has been needed for a long time and an injustice type thing, an injustice thing there. Yeah. And instead of saying, we're going to do stuff to make someone else take care of the problem, they said, we're going to rise up and we're going to take care of the problem yeah, ourselves. Amazing. And yeah. it is just amazing. That's what they chose to do uh, was to go and, and actually turn those – these. These two liquor stores, I think you said, were actually – they were also closed because of – Yeah. So uh, that's uh, – yeah, the two rioting. liquor stores, yeah, were closed because of rioting. But within a half-mile radius of where this this is now, Austin Harvest is what it's called, there were a dozen liquor stores and only two food markets. So yeah. it doesn't say what those two food markets were, but it just – there were a dozen liquor – isn't – that's yeah. just crazy. Yeah. The, Dozen liquor stores and only that's that's wild. Yeah, so. yeah. So it, I guess I guess liquor is a lot more profitable than food. I guess so. And lettuce. I mean, because you can get people addicted to cheap food like that, and then you yeah. can get them addicted to that's liquor. For sure. And so it's where profit. Is, I think I'm addicted to cheap food. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> yeah, we uh, talked about yeah. Burger King and their dollar fifty nugget deal and the three dollar snack <laughs> deal. I think last week on the podcast. So. Cheap no more, food with uh, no more advertising for Burger King. That's right. But uh, one of the students that was a part of it said, food is a basic necessity, but it's also a basic necessity that we don't have access to. And crazy. how crazy is that to think? I mean, like, just imagine, and it's going back to, like, the Flint, Michigan situation. You need water to live, and yet no one was doing anything to make sure they had good water to drink. Right. That's yeah. just wild. So... Yeah. So, and and you here's that old phrase. This is America. We can't believe these things are happening. But the great thing is, in the in the darkest times, when you feel like everybody is going crazy, these kids are kind of rising up and proving that's just not true. Yeah, they definitely give that hope. And and, and 2020 has been a crazy year with lots of bad news. But it's not like every year isn't filled with those bad news no. stories. But these kids, I think, give that hope that that especially if you're an older person looking at the younger generation, like, what are these these crack pipes going to do, right? Like, right. you're looking down, or even if you're my age and you're looking and you're seeing some kids that are doing bad things, you're like, what what's going to happen here? And these kids are proving it doesn't matter where you come from. It doesn't matter what, what you've been through. It matters what that next step is. And they're taking that next step to make sure they're doing things to help fix the world and help change the world in a positive manner instead yeah. of just worrying about... Me, myself, and I. So, really cool story here. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, Lucas, you're a you're a youth pastor. You're a student pastor. What does that tell you about? I mean, is your opinion of like Gen Z, the generation you kind of work with most of the time? 
what is your opinion about their their uh, ability to to take action and do stuff like this? I mean, is this kind of a common thing, or are these kids really unique? Bunch of hippies. <laughs> No, I'm just joking. <laughs> I do think that we have a generation coming up that can be world changers. But they're waiting right now. I think a lot of them are waiting for someone from the older generation to ask them to step up and do things whenever we really need this generation to rise up and to just do it. Yeah. Like, I'm here ready to equip and help however I can to help bring your vision into light and into life. But I need you to have that vision. You can't wait for me to have all these good right. ideas what? and to ask you to do them. If you will ask me, I will do everything within my power to help your idea come to life. Yeah. That's what I think is great about this listening circle thing. Yeah. Is that whatever, whoever the adults were or leaders were in that, whether they were adults or older teens or whatever it was, they they gave some kids the opportunity to say what their desire was. And uh, th- and that's huge because it does have to come th- – things – if you're going to sustain something like a project or a uh, a ministry or something like that, you have to have the desire to do it yourself. It can't be like Lucas's project. Right. You know? Yeah, you have to be able to take ownership of something. Yeah. And so if it's just somebody else's doing, then who cares? Yeah, but uh, yeah. if it's your deal, you want to do everything you can to be a part of it and, and to yeah. make it work and to run with it and function with it. So in my family, we we uh, talk about, you know, you can't just have a problem. You need to have a solution. Yeah. And so I think in these listening circles, this started out, I'm sure, as let's talk about the problem. And it says these kids had these raw emotions and these problems that they were facing, and then this is how they rose up to face those problems. Yeah. And so for us, you know, you can have problems, you can have issues, but it's that solution that that you can be a part of that makes all the difference. It is. And so yeah. I think these listening circles, these things that we can help do um, as some of the older people, uh, am I one of the older people now? Yeah, so? you're an adult. Uh, you're bona fide. I'm bona fide adult. My goodness. Yeah, go Naomi. Uh, <laughs> anyway, but it's just crazy. Um, you know, we can take these problems, but instead of just saying, man, that sucks, we can say, man, that's awful. Let's fix it. You know, and, and we may not, this yeah. does not fix racism and this does not fix social justice and this does not fix food deserts, but it fixes a problem that these kids were facing and it's what they can do to help face it. And who knows, maybe they are starting a movement. I don't know. Well, I'm telling you what, it, it doesn't necessarily fix it, but it is the solution. Exactly. It, and it's if we're waiting for someone else to start the solution, we're going to be waiting a long yeah. time. And it's, you know, that's what if these kids are doing this, if kids all over the nation were to rise up and start doing this, we'd see a lot of these problems solved. Yeah. And adults too. And, and adults too. Obviously, adults. But uh, I think, it, it, you know, if the younger generation is the one leading, that's just such a crazy revolution. So and it's so powerful because. Um, that it's going to last a lot longer. Amen. If it's started by, you know, the younger you are when you start uh, making an impact, the longer lasting that impact is going to be. Exactly. So, and uh, uh, it definitely for these kids too, as um, you know, in Chicago is, is a big gang city and you, you know, 
pretty much any city has gang activity in it. And so for these kids, as uh, as those gangs start, come calling and want them to join and want them to be a part, how much more difficult it is to be a part of something like that whenever you're a part of something like this, which is making right. this positive influence on the city, and you don't want to be a part of something ransacking a business or rioting or looting when you've been a part of this business yeah, and know what that does. Exactly. Yeah. So. Yeah, very good. That's 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 an excellent point. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's great. Uh, great waffles. Great, mm, delicious. Yeah, that extra syrup on it, I think. I love I love waffles. So. <laughs> love the waffles. And this was our second serving of waffles today. So. <laughs> I'm stuffed. Mm. Hey, I did want to hit up this <laughs> other story. We don't actually eat waffles while we're doing this. No, I'm on this new but diet called portion control. So if we do eat waffles, we need to move I our time. I always control my portions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I used to control. I've always controlled my portions. Just sometimes I've controlled more food into my portion than I should be eating. So. Yeah. That's, that's, but uh, The idea is to... Yeah. Anyway, anyway, go ahead. Uh, so this is the world's oldest married couple. Officially, they've been married for 79 years. Now, I, I want to just point out that's the world's oldest married couple, not that they've been married the longest. So we need to look up later and see... people who've been married longer than they have. Right, but are younger than they are. They're the world's oldest... oldest People who are married to each other. Yes. 110-year-old <laughs> Julio Cesar Moratapia and 104-year-old Waldemarina Maclavio Quinteros have an aggregate age of 214 years and 358. Si, gracias. Si, gracias. Uh, Mi pantalones been, está en fuego. They are 100-plus uh, years old each, and they've been married 109 years. I think when you reach 110, you can't just say 100-plus. 110, 110 years yeah, old. That's Yeah, almost 80 years married. Amazing. And we did the we were doing the math earlier. That's over twice as long as you've been married. Yeah, I've been married 36 years. And it's about 16 so times. 16 times <laughs> as long as I've been it's married. It's bizarre. Every year we realize we've been married the same number of years, my wife and I. And it's on, and our anniversary is on the same day too. Anyway, wow, that's yeah, crazy. Yeah, I'm sorry, I'm being really stupid right now. Yeah, so. senile. <laughs> Old man Phil. So, uh, but we did. Uh, you had some oatmeal for us, right? You have some uh, yeah. For us? So, yeah. I mean, to me, the hard truth is that, that you know, thinking about these kids who took action in uh, Chicago, set up this food market in the middle of that. Food desert in the middle of inner city Chicago where the grocery stores had been looted. Actually turned liquor stores. Uh, so they turned liquor stores into a food market. The These kids did something. But I think what our tendency is right now is to complain when things go wrong. Yeah, that's the sound of a, of a post on Facebook, complaining. <laughs> and it's just, you know, it's so easy to get into that. But Jesus said that when you judge, you're wrong. <laughs> yeah. Basically, when it, you know, the whole thing, it's kind of the famous thing about judging. Don't look for the speck in your brother's eye when you can't see the log in your own eye. Yep. That's what that means. It basically means every time you judge somebody else, you're wrong. Yeah. You're almost always I mean, you're I mean, Jesus is saying, you know, you you're taking a good chance of really embarrassing yourself when yeah. you when you embar- when you judge someone else. 
That's so. Yesterday in Sunday school with uh, the youth boys, who you always get some really unique perspective with. Absolutely. Uh, but we were just talking. Uh, we were in Romans fourteen, which is heavy influence on uh, gospel over opinion, and so it's. Um, Anyway, we were talking about, you know, we was talking about don't judge your Christian brother based on what they eat or what days they celebrate or, or all of these things, or what they don't eat or what they don't celebrate. Yeah. Um, and so we were talking about the difference between judging and helping someone up. And so like when someone falls down and you stand over them and you laugh, that's like judging them for falling <laughs> right. versus going and giving them a helping hand up. And so it, it's, yeah. it's that uh, instead of judging someone, the situation, reading a book by or judging a book by its cover, you go and you help up your Christian brother right. and sister. You don't say, hey, you're a dummy, come on. Right. You go and you you get down with them in the dirt and the mire and the gross nastiness, and you help them out of it. Right. And you're there for them as a, as a companion in that, not just to someone else to stand over them and laugh like a turd. Yeah. So, although my turds don't laugh, they usually just say <laughs> That, Lucas, that was just way too much information. This is shower thoughts with not, Lucas. And Phil. <laughs> you know, these are just gross thoughts with gross Lucas. Nasty. We're nasty. Yeah, very much so. Not like anyway, but yeah. So so much better to to do something. Yeah. Than to just complain. Oh my goodness, and Phil! So, it came back to loving your neighbor again. What? It's what? like Jesus knew exactly what he was talking about. <laughs> yeah. God, a bunch yeah. of street youths. Yeah. So. Uh, <laughs> So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So uh, here we are. We did so this culture, twice. cinnamon roll. Oh, it's time for culture. It's time for You're like, I'm it just going to skip the end. Culture. Come on, Phil. No, we can't skip to the end. Don't forget something else. Yeah, so the culture today is a little bit sad. Yeah, it is. Uh, Chadwick Boseman has passed away at the age of 43. Yeah. Uh, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, as we've been, uh, a lot of people forever. have been saying in honor of him. And so, um, but yeah, it's just a, similar to uh, Kobe's death. Where it kind of just makes you think about, um, it makes you think about death and how our lives yeah. here are finite. Uh, we all have an expiration date, and so to yeah. take advantage of the time that the Lord has given us and, here on Earth. Yeah, we don't know. We yeah. really have no idea. Now, this guy struggled uh, with more or less privately with cancer. Yeah, for what? Four years? Four Is years. Right? It said. Yeah, he battled yeah. cancer for four years, which means during the filming in a lot of his most famous movies. Yeah, um, he was probably you know not feeling great yeah. all the time. Sometimes maybe having treatments and feeling really really bad. Yeah, you know, I mean, that's what's what's so crazy about in Hollywood. He kept this a secret for four years. Yeah, and I'm assuming. I mean, obviously doctors knew. Sure, and I'm maybe assuming family his members, family's members yeah. knew, but still, just wild. Yeah. Um. So don't waste a yeah. second. Uh, don't ghost your grandparents. Don't ghost your parents. Don't ghost your friends. Your family. Like call them. I know last week you had a cool story, Phil. Yeah, right? Yeah. So we, I, you know, we talked about sending a uh, a text just to somebody says, "Hey, man, I'm thinking about you," or "Hey, grandma, yeah. I've been thinking about you." And so I, I picked up my phone during the podcast. I think I mentioned and sent a text. Well, this week uh, that guy and I got together for coffee, and we hadn't seen each other in a while, and it was really, it was just awesome. That's really cool. And so, uh, yeah, that kind of thing. You don't you don't know how much time you have, and it sounds so cliche, but it's so true. So, uh, as well as you know, thinking of doing something socially positive, also you know, reach out to grandma, reach out to uh, the people that you're close to. Yeah, because uh, you think about uh, you know when we don't know how long we have, and yeah. uh, and we also just want to say uh, we're we're thinking about Chad 
uh, Chadwick and Chadwick his, his family, family. Yeah. and uh, friends uh, that are going to miss him. For sure. And, uh, yeah, it's that, that thoughts and prayers go out. But for real, yeah. though, we, we're praying for his family. And yeah. So, um, but yeah, for you guys, last week we gave that challenge out to just send that text or give that call to someone that uh, you maybe haven't talked to in a while. Maybe that's friend or family and just to let them know you're thinking about them. And uh, maybe that does lead to getting together for coffee, but it, it does mean a lot. And that came from that small joys that Americans have. of, And one of those is getting that I've been thinking about you text. And so mm-hmm. uh, guys, it's not weird. It's not girly. It's not something that you shouldn't be doing. It's something you need to be doing. Yeah, uh, because we need that just as much as anybody to hear from our friends and whether we're going to admit it or not. Um, we need to know we're loved and cared about. So, so uh, true. take that emphasis. Don't just sit and complain that no one cares about you. Yeah. Care about someone. Start that chain um, yeah, and love definitely. somebody. So another challenge this week is uh, I hope you took that one last week and I hope you saw the impact it can have and the ripples that you sent off that you may even never even know how much you changed someone's day. But yeah. uh, It's a kind of a double challenge this week. We also want to challenge our listeners to to think of what is that thing uh, that you can do to make a positive social change. Exactly. Is, is there something, you guys get together as friends, talk about it, and send us a, a message on Facebook. We'd love to hear about Yeah, hear about for real. Um, Seek out those needs in your community that you can help meet. And yeah. then think of creative ways to meet them. I mean, it doesn't it doesn't always look like we're going to open a food pantry no, or we're going to start a grocery store in this food grand. desert area. It means looking for those needs in your school, in your church, at your home, in your neighborhood, uh, whatever that Absolutely. is, you know, and, and helping to meet that need where you're at, and that's going to institute change. And it's those small things that really do something big. Yeah, uh, we all want to be the big, big time name that's on the news and doing all this stuff. But uh, this is this is good stuff that's going to make a big change in the end. And if you impact one person's life, then it was all worth it. So. Yeah. And we will put you on our podcast. Yes. <laughs> we will mention you. <laughs> hey, I think one week we had like 45 downloads. So, yeah, so some weeks 45 people would hear about might you. About, might hear about you. You might be very minuscule level famous. famous. You'll be uh, you'll be Lucas and Phil's second breakfast famous. famous. So. Yeah. Uh, speaking of that, <laughs> let me just give you a couple things. If you have some good news stories that you think we should talk about, make sure you email, send us those, lucas at eastwoodtulsa.com or phil at eastwoodtulsa.com. You can also do secondbreakfast777 at gmail.com. You can email those in. If you are lucky enough to have my phone number, feel free to text me about that. I'm not going to put it on the podcast because anybody can download Lucas, this. can I have your phone number? No, Phil. Oh. Uh, just joking. <laughs> You can text me later and I'll give it to you. Uh, anyway, <laughs> but if you have those good news stories, also we've pitched around the idea of a, a T-shirt for Luke's Second Breakfast. Yeah. Luke's, if you'd be interested in that, please let us know. Send us $40. Yes, uh, not 40 uh, but we need like 10 people that would be willing to buy a T-shirt too to make sure we get that little bit of a price break. So if you'd be willing to buy a T-shirt with our faces on them or something like that, maybe a waffle, uh, so you can kind of spread the word that way. Let us know. We'd love to make these shirts. And then uh, I think that's everything. Yeah. If you have any thoughts that you'd love to send to the show, if you have thought of a, an issue you can help to solve in your community, send us those things. We'd love to hear from you, our wonderful, lovely, amazing listeners yeah. here on Second Breakfast with Outstanding. Lucas. Outstanding. It's been great. This has been good. We did everything, right? We got the oatmeal. Um, we got the culture. You yep. know, it's kind of sad. Yeah. And, uh, we yeah. got some challenges. So it's been awesome. Given. We did this podcast twice, but you only get to listen to it once. Or, I mean, 
plus press repeat repress <laughs> press repeat on press your repeat. stereo now and you can listen to this twice as well so however you listen to our podcast but spread the word we love you guys thank you for listening here's some more wonderful 1920s music just uh, see you next time on bring you Papio back into Daniels, uh, Papio Daniels what is it Gospel Papio Hour Papio Daniels Gospel Hour I am a man of constant sorrows Wow, that was amazing. Thank you. <laughs> this has been Second Breakfast with Lucas and Phil. Love you guys. The we'll see you later. Bye. Second Breakfast with Lucas and Phil is a ministry of Eastwood Students, a ministry of Eastwood Baptist Church. Please, if you have any complaints, send them to idontcare.com at .com.com. Thanks and goodbye. <laughs>